Just a couple of quick announcements before diving into this week's episode of the Basically Good Podcast. First off, we are excited to announce the 13th episode of the Bangarang Gang and uh, the Patreon pre-pod kind of welcoming in the October season. The, the spooky season is now available on Patreon for all of our small town hero tiers and above. The Bangarang Gang episode 13 will be available on the Basically Good Podcast next week for those not subscribed to us on Patreon. I want to give it up for this week's Patron of the Week. Mr. Cody from Portland, Oregon. Thank you, Cody, so much for subscribing at the Small Town Hero Tier. Cody has been a friend of, a personal friend of mine for many, many, many years. Uh, and it is very cool uh, to finally be able to see him uh, join, starting to listen to this podcast. He just got caught up with Glass Cannon and is now jumping into the Basically Good and is downloading uh, episodes uh, frequently. So getting caught up with the with the current season. Um, thank you so much again, Cody. It means a lot to have you come in here and support uh, to have you part of the the crew uh, in the Discord. So thank you so much to our patron of the week, Cody. We are rapidly approaching our one-year anniversary for our Patreon. We've talked about this just a little bit. Uh, we are going to be revamping and re-adding a few more uh, benefits to our Patreon, and we really, really would like to hear from those current patrons. Go ahead and check out your Patreon feed. There should be a Patreon 2.0 poll that we have up and available about one-third of our active patrons have been have responded so far we really really would like to hear from you it is a little bit lengthy so give yourself enough time to get it finished it's very important that we we want to hear your voice this is something that's going to help us determine uh merchandise that just comes along with your tier as well as uh stuff that will be available in the store what you want to see from us what kind of direction you want us to go in terms of uh you know any any content potentially patreon exclusive or just regular content that we produce uh, to the masses um so please dive in there let us know what you think uh, it would be extremely helpful to us if you're having issues finding that link for anything go ahead and reach out to any one of the boys on the discord or through twitter we'll get it to you right away thanks so much for those who joined us last week on what's going on here it was a blast uh that is available now on our youtube channel for those who were not able to attend that's episodes 87 through 90 uh featured chance and aaron as well as patron heroes malia and ali a really good time just kind of breaking down the thoughts that aaron had a little bit of his backstory um kind of uh, going going back these these last few episodes um so really good time if you if you are caught up go ahead and give those a listen uh it was it was it was a blast if you'd like to keep up to date with all things Basically Good, be sure to check us out on Twitter at BasicallyGPod, as well as Instagram at BasicallyGoodPod. We also have a Facebook page as well as a Discord link that you can find in Twitter link, uh, and you can have access to it there right away. We have updated a few of dice sets in the store available now. There's the Cherry Blossom set now available. One of them has already gone, so if you'd like to grab the other one, make sure you grab it before it runs out. If you are an active patron, make sure that you're using your coupon codes, whether that be at the Distinguished Hero Tier for 10% off or the Famous Hero Tier for 50% off. Last but not least, we'd like to, again, apologize for the issues that we have. Every bite of Princess Pistachio Bars just sings. Take a listen for yourself. Hear that? That's the soft, chewy caramel dancing alongside the lightly salted, freshly cracked pistachio. All it takes is just one bite. And that is all the announcements I have for today. Please enjoy this week's episode of the Basically Good Podcast.
We open to Frizzigig, staring out from under a wagon. He can't see anything, but the dark figures running and screaming in front of him. Everything seems familiar. Gimgash. He feels the hard ground beneath his belly. He crawls forward to help his people and then stops. He watches himself run, throwing bombs at the heroes. Fire, lightning, acid, and ice splashing over them. Hero. Time seems to slow down. Aldern deflects one of the bombs away. It sails through the air right at him, but he can't move. He's terrified. He has to move, but he can't. The small bomb lands a foot away from his face, and then white. Everything is white. Pain. Frizzigig runs. He can feel the wind stinging against his face, but everything else is numb. Blind. Then come the tingles. Bam. He trips and lands on the hard ground. Roll. All your fault. He starts flailing helplessly, trying to get rid of the tingling sensation that covers his body. Pray. He prays over and over to Desna to heal him. He pleads with the goddess to save him from this torment. And then black. Nothingness. He feels nothing. Hears nothing. Sees nothing. But he feels himself wake. But still only black. He tries to call out for help, but a terrifying croak escapes his lips. He tries again. He can't speak. All he can do is croak and sputter. He coughs horribly. He feels a wetness on his hand that covers his mouth. He has to find someone. Someone who can help. He runs. Runs until he can only walk. He walks until he falls. He crawls until he can no longer move. He is cold. So cold. He is numb. Can feel nothing at all. Wait. What was that? People. The heroes. Aldern. Murderer. He hears the sounds of people talking. Damn green devils. I have half a mind to go back tonight and finish what we started. His heart beats out of his chest. He musters all the energy he can to get to his feet. Kill them. He stumbles towards the people. Yes, they sound excited. Are you crazy? We finally did it. We found something. And with this, we can have anything we want. We can finally be heroes. No monster, no villain can stand in our way. Their voices are getting louder. Alden, don't do this. Yes, they must see him. Their voices are getting closer. No, you don't get to make all the decisions anymore. They must be coming to help. Stop. Everything stops. Why did everything stop? His chest feels weird. He moves his hands to feel his chest and his fingers find cold steel. His hands are wet. What's going on? Wham! The sound of a skull cracking. I'm scared. What's going on? Ella! I'm scared. What's going on? Frizz? I'm scared. What's going on? I'm scared. Wake up, Frizz!
Prisgeg wakes up in a cold sweat in his small bed at Citadel Alteran. The breach. Standing over him is Jeremiah and the two ward pups. What do you do? Um, he uh, begins to peel back the layers of his uh, blanket cave, and um, <clears throat> ah, uh, <clears throat> what, what? What's going on? What? Jeremiah. And he just kind of wiping his eyes. Looks like you're having a nightmare. Are you all right? Uh, kind of started uh, screaming. What? No. No. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, yeah, thanks, Jerry. I'm good. Don't worry about it. At this point, you see he is holding two fishing poles. Jeremiah? What are you doing with those? He uh, leans them over from the chair he's sitting in and says, well, I, uh, you know, the rest of the fellas wanted to go fishing today and and I was thinking, uh, maybe you'd want to come with us. Rizikig, like, starts to make up an excuse and then remembers, um, you know, a couple days ago, he told Jeremiah, uh, that you'd do, like, one day, like, whatever Jeremiah wanted to do, like, they were gonna go do it, and they were just gonna, you know, go, go spend some time together, like they hadn't in a while. Uh, mm-hmm. and then he, um tries to put on his best uh, acting face. And he's like, yeah, I'll, yeah, all right. Yeah, you know, I haven't, we haven't done that in a while. It could be fun. Yeah, why not? Yeah, there's there's a really good spot near Gimgash uh, that Tim Tam showed us the the other day. Um, I, I think that, you know, the, uh, Lucy and Patricia know where it's at. All right. Um, yeah, and, uh, I, would, I probably need to go that way anyway. Makes sense. Oh, you got you got business back home. Yeah, uh, later they're they're uh, getting together to talk about kind of what to do. I guess in general, <laughs> I don't. Uh, and they want me to be there. It's um, I don't know. It's weird. Feel like I'm kind of mediating between uh, some groups, but I don't know. I guess it's my job now. I just got to do it. Yeah. What it? What do you think about it all? You think uh, now that you guys are back, it's you know, it's it's safe for all the the bumble brashers up here. You know, I don't know. Uh, I I don't know, Jeremiah, but... I don't like the idea of anybody giving up their home. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I get that. I, uh... I don't think I could... I could pry my old man away from Breach Hill even if... Even if I told them there were a hundred customers waiting to give him gold in the next town <laughs> over. Nah, I don't think he'd ever leave that town, no matter how much he pretends to care about money. It's not really what he cares about. Yeah. 
Yeah, you're right. Well, well, I guess we better be going. Um, and he kind of like leans on. I imagine he's been like getting around with like the help of the right. Pups, yeah, right? yeah. Like they're mm. they're like like exactly. pony sized. Um, now. They're definitely like big enough to carry him around, no problem. Um, so if he's like, yeah, right. yeah, let's go, and then he uh, goes over to the uh, to the pups and kind of gives a shake. I'm awake. Like, all right, all right, time to get up. Can't sleep all day. Is it? What time is it? It's, uh, it's time to uh, uh, go. I, I don't know. I don't got any jokes. Just get up. All right, come on. <laughs> they like grumble <laughs> and uh, I'm like, what's what? What are we doing? Oh, is it breakfast? Is is it breakfast and still? Uh, yeah, we can find some breakfast on the way. You like uh, you like fish? Good. I hope there's some. Hmm. I like squirrels and rabbits. Yeah, it's, uh, fish are just squirrels, but they had... uh, go in the water. What's it taste like? No, nah, it's it like a squirrel, probably. No, it's like a it's like a squirrel. They are not convinced, but they <laughs> go along with it. Um, yeah, so you guys, um, you know, get on, get on Lucy and Patricia and kind of like, um, I almost said gallop. No, that they, you guys ride them out of the, up the stairs through the courtyard and out the gate. And, um, man, I imagine that looks pretty cool. Just like Jeremiah and Frizz on the back of the two wards, yeah. like riding down the, the hill. Um, but you guys kind of cut across, you don't go into Breach Hill, um, when you get down to the bottom of the mountain and, uh, kind of take off into the woods and it's about, about an hour or so. Well, I, I feel like it's like an hour to Breach Hill via walk. So it's probably more like 30 to 45 minutes yeah. that you guys eventually get to this like brook, this kind of like, um, this brook that like leads into like a very small pond. Um, and there you see uh, three three guys. You see there is uh, Landry, who's already got his pole and is uh, fishing. And then uh, you see uh, Jeremy, uh, the the boy you uh, quote unquote rescued from the cultist <laughs> uh, a few months back. And uh, and then you see uh, Tim Tam is is trying very hard to get a worm on his. Uh, oh, boy. But as you guys come bounding down, they all kind of like look over and finish what they're doing and come up to you guys. And uh, Tim Tam says, hey, Frizz again, guy. I, I'm glad you're here. We need your help getting getting these worms on these hooks. Yeah, yeah, your uh, your strong suit never was doing the fine details, was it? All right, Has give Frizz it to me. Have you ever fished before? Um, I think uh, I feel like actually this is one of those things that Frizzy Gig is like it just. Not only is he not interested in it, it also just kind of like clicks for him. 
So it's like very, there's like no challenge. Like I think like Frizzigig is actually like pretty good at it. Yeah. But it's the like the reason why he does it, it just is like I'm not gonna eat all of these fish. Why you know it's so everyone's like, oh my gosh, you're so good at this. Like it's like yeah. a you, you know, like sometimes you're good at something and you also don't care about it, and everyone's like, You should do that. No, yeah. you should like totally do that. You're like the that guy now. And you're like, no, please, no, don't make me do this. Yeah. That's funny. I feel like it's that kind of thing. Right. Well, I imagine uh you guys kind of get started and uh fish for a little bit um catch some small ones um you know the pond isn't like full of like crazy big fish but yeah um eventually it's like time to kind of like take uh take a break and um landry kind of like uh goes over to his his uh backpack and kind of pulls out some some bread says uh hey hey uh Guys, I got I got some got some bread from the Wizard's Grace this morning. All right. And he kind of like breaks it off and hands it and hands a piece to Frizz. And uh, yeah, Landry says, "So, uh, Frizz, I reckon you've uh, come across some mighty fine weaponry." past few months right being you know venturing and all uh yeah um yeah i got you want to check them out yeah sure i i've been trying my trying my best to you know come up with with new runes and practice in my hand it's really not too hard to make a sword nowadays but trying to get the right runes and uh it's just all that magic stuff doesn't come to me naturally. Well, yeah, here, let me, I got two, uh, I got two things with the returning rune on them. You can see how, uh, you know, different ways, different people. One of them's really old, one of them's really new. There's some different, you know, uh, like 100 years ago style switch. Yeah, I'll just show you. And he pulls out the returning dagger that he already had and then the star knife um, that he just yeah. recently got. And it's just kind of like explaining the, the history of um, like rune placement. Mm-hmm. Man, this now this is a weapon. This 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 right here is cold iron, uh, and I I can't you know I'm not I'm not a wizard or nothing, but I can tell this thing's humming with magic. Where'd you find <laughs> something yeah. like this? Uh. Mm, it. Oh boy, that's uh. Maybe when you're older. <laughs> Frizzigig is three years old, and this guy's <laughs> how how old is Frizzigig actually? Like eight? Um, Frizzigig is he just turned? He just had a uh, birthday, I believe. Well, no, I believe he just turned nine. Let me double check. Okay. Uh, but yes, Landry is like a, a sixteen-year-old boy. Um, yes, he just turned nine. I need to update that on my character sheet. Oh my goodness! Nice. There we go. Yeah, uh, say, what, what all have you guys been up to? Uh, Jeremiah, I think, filled you in on what we've been doing here in Breach Hill and, you know, rescuing your pups and all. Uh, I'm sure you guys are out doing the real heroes work, right? (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, you're still blowing things up with your bombs. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, this is some of that. I wouldn't call it uh, real. Uh... Hey, no, you, you guys can't. What you did was incredible, all right? You did you you wanted to protect something and you did it and you did it successfully and that's important. All right, don't don't get too down on yourselves. Yeah, I'm a. You should be I, proud. I I don't know if I really want to do that again, says Jeremy. This this adventure and stuff, uh, I think you gotta take it in strides. No, Mess that's for sure. I uh. I don't even <laughs> I don't even really know if I like it much to be honest. Yeah, no. No doubt. Um br brother Rowan, he he's been he's been chatting with with your friend Aaron a lot. I, I he, what's it like being with a real, you know, wizard? I I can only do, you know, your basic uh illusions uh but traveling with a guy like that, I, I can just sense his power. Uh, lots of, uh, lots of lightning. Kind of just everywhere. It's like his thing, I guess. Um, talks real weird. Talks about levels and some shit. I don't really know. <laughs> um, he's a nice fellow, though. He's a good one. Aaron's, Aaron's a good one. That's awesome. He, they, all the other brothers talked about him a lot, and and Mister Wilson, Mister. Uh, sad to say, I think Mister Wilson's gotten more powerful than all of us in the past few months. Oh no, I believe that. You know, sometimes you come across something, or and you get that sense of a, uh, not like a danger to me, right? But there's like something. There's something hidden behind those eyes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You can we, see it. It's yeah. waiting to wait it's waiting for the right the right impetus, the right uh the right moment to unlock. Right. Uh I guess that's what happened. I don't know. I think you need to take a peek at that lemonade and there, there there's gotta be something in it. Yeah, maybe maybe uh, a certain type of alchemy. Well, Frizz, uh, I gotta say, I think you caught caught more fish than any of us today i mean they're just you know pretty basic life forms you just gotta watch them. you see you know i mean you just watch them for for, for a little while and you can kind of get the patterns and then the bread helps you throw some bread plate you know they'll get like hungry and and when they see other ones yeah i mean it's just like a don't worry about it man um is there is there anything you want to you want to talk about does Frizzigay kind of bring anything up? Yeah, maybe before, maybe before they're done, kind of like while they're 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 fishing and having fun. Um, uh, when he's talking to Landry, um, kind of like brings him in a little bit and says, um, "Hey, Landry, I got a, I got I got an idea. Um, it's for uh, Jeremiah. You want to help me with it?" Uh. Yeah, what of course. What what are you thinking? Should we fade away there and save it for the reveal? Yeah, that sounds good. 
Um, about this time, it is lunch has passed and the uh, kind of sun is getting getting lower. Um, and Jeremiah says, "Well, well, I think uh, me and Landry best get back to get back to town. Um, we got quite a haul. I, I I'll sell." I'll sell what I can at dad, at dad's shop and then I'll make sure to get the, get the, we'll split it even and give you guys your due. No, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Whatever you think, man. Yeah. There, I mean, most of the, most of the guys in town fish, fish along the river south of town, but I think this little, this little hole, it's like our little secret. I think it's got some good ones. I like that. You know what? Yeah, I like that. Sorry, just just for us. Yeah, Jeremiah and and Landry uh, kind of get up. Landry helps uh, Jeremiah onto uh, Lucy, and he says, "Yeah, for his um, I'll I'll get to work about what we talked about. Uh, I'll get right on it, and I." I'll hit, I'm gonna take uh, Jeremiah back, and I guess I'll, oh, yeah, I'll see for you sure. around. I'll be, right? I'll, uh, I'll be by plenty soon to help you out. Yeah. Oh, also, before I forget, Landry gets it in his back pocket, pulls out a, a Frizzigig Hero Duels card. What? Hey, uh, hey, uh, this kind of kind of weird, but would you mind signing this? Uh, I keep telling everybody that we're good buds, but they don't believe me. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, I'll put a... Uh, yeah, he decides, like, to my friend, you know. And, um, no, no, yeah. no, no. He he, he puts... Um, to my close, like, personal, definitely real friend. <laughs> nice. <laughs> not not convincing at all to the... To the yeah. Um... But yeah, so they ha- they head off, and uh, Tim Sam says, "Well, Brizigig, I guess we better go to the council." Yeah, it's about that time. All right. I don't even know what the big hubbub is. All the castle bumblebrashers are wanting to wanting to head back up to that place. Oh, it's complicated complicated tim tam there's a a lot of um it's rooted in a lot of a lot of fear a lot of learned fear from uh i guess a lot of it stems around the goblin blood wars honestly i what i think is going on is uh bumble brashes up at a you know hell night hill um they don't want to give up their home for nothing because they finally have a place that's theirs and that they uh, feel safe in and and uh, they've worked to maintain it, you know, and, and, and I get that. And that's, I mean, they're right. You shouldn't give up your home. You shouldn't let anybody take something from you. If there's anything worth fighting for, it's for your family and your home. And, and but my dad and uh, everybody in Gimgash, I think, kind of sees it. Uh, I don't know. Their role in society has been has been one of healing. It's kind of been a, a big uh, uh, maybe theme, I guess you want to say. 
uh, not theme, uh, virtue of the of the people and in, in protection. And and they avoided what happened in the Goblin Blood Wars uh, because of that, uh, because of the stance they took. And they believe it's their job to take in people and protect them. Uh, also, sometimes they get a little bit uh, up their own asses about the heads and think they're smarter than everybody else and and think everybody should just listen to them. Uh, so when, you know, the Bumblebrushes say they want to go back and they say, no, no, it's too dangerous there. The Bumblebrushes say, ah, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they kind of get a little real ornery about it. I think it's the gist of what's going on. I mean, obviously, it's a lot more complex, and there's a lot of social history going on between those two groups. They're the same but different, you know. Uh, Tim Tam is just like staring <laughs> at you with his like mouth slightly open. Will <laughs> fly like, and then when you finish, flies talking, in and yeah. like out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he says, "Man, Frizzigate, where'd you learn all them big words?" Certainly not in Game Gash, that's for sure. Tim Tam, my dear sweet Tim Tam, and he just puts a hand up to his face. He says, "Never change," <laughs> <laughs> and just gives him a little pat on the cheek. Yeah, this pedantic little pat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as you guys are walking, he says, "Yeah, but but seriously, it, do you ever think it's weird that you came from Game Gash? You know, not, I mean, nothing bad, but." You just, you've always just been different. I've always, I've always felt like you just, you see the world differently from how I do and everyone else. Yeah, I guess you're right. I, I mean, I know that. I know I don't really think the same way as all of you or, or maybe get along sometimes especially when I'm I'm here for a long time. But, uh... I don't know. Sometimes it just feels like I don't get it. It's not like... I mean, I don't know. You kind of praise me for the big words and all that stuff, but... I don't... Sometimes I wonder if, uh... Maybe I just had been the same. You know? Maybe I just could have lived here and uh, been happy with it. I don't know, Tim Tam. It's a. Uh... That make any sense? I don't really know what I'm saying anymore. Nah, you you sound crazy. You're you're the one going out there doing everything we wanted to do when we were kids. I'm the one stuck here just playing with trash. <laughs> Nah, Tim Tam, it sounds like I'm just the one who never grew up. And with that, we're going to kind of fade away as the two friends kind of make their way back to their hometown. And eventually they kind of walk out of the out of a out of a bramble. And oh, the front bramble? They're in, the, no, the, the front, front bramble. bramble. Yeah, bramble. <laughs> yeah, the front bramble is uh, just wide open. I walked on in. I really... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but you see the all the tents near the caves, um, where where the the bulk of the Gimgash settlement is, um, the big piles of kind of like sorted and unsorted trash 
it's pretty chilly and you see the bulk of everybody is kind of gathered around this big um big bonfire and a lot of the tents uh kind of have their um squirrel rabbit like small game pelts kind of on the outside and uh which like marks that it's like getting uh beginning of winter for the for the gengash tribe and you see that there's a lot more here a lot of like just kind of like rolled out um i wouldn't say they'd have sleeping bags it's more just like big thing of rags and any kind of cloth scraps yeah you know um, but they're all kind of like bundled together where they're kind of built this like community sleep <laughs> of all the refugees. And um, you see everyone's kind of gathered and um, you can tell obviously the difference between the, the castle bumble brashers and the Gimgash bumble brashers. Um, Helba, the goblin you saved from Calmont, uh, she's kind of standing with her tribe and then you see Frasington your uh, Frisigig's father is kind of standing with the Gimgash goblins and uh, in the middle you see Warble kind of like addressing both of the groups um, and Tim Tam says good luck with everything you gotta say I, I hope this can all just be done and over with but it's nice to see the cousins and kind of like <laughs> walks over to the uh, to the um, the Gimgash yeah. side. Warble says, ah, good. Frizzigig, you've made it. Now we can now we can begin. Now, uh, I know tensions are high and I apologize to the castle bumble brushes for being displaced during all this turmoil uh, i think we all understand that uh the the party of uh, of the the breach have been away for some time and uh dealing with things much bigger much bigger than than goblin problems and it seems that those problems have found their way back to the citadel now, now we were hungry for a bit, but we all made it safe. And and thank you to Frasington for housing us all here until Frizzigig has uh, brought has come back with all of his friends. Now, Frizzigig, what could you briefly explain? Um, uh, all all of this this talk of 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 you of the party being bad and murderers and now your heroes can you just clear all that up for all of us just so there's no misunderstanding and she's kind of like looking around like she knows but she's like you know there's still some goblins here and there like you know random they don't know anything but they're just still talking right um yeah Frizzy's gonna uh, collect himself for a second and and think about the most like like how do I explain this in the most goblin way possible um and uh, so, like, they'll understand. Um, 
No, no, there was no. I, I imagine they're also all having this conversation in Goblin too, um, which probably to the outsider just looks like right. Really just, like <laughs> that's what I imagine Goblin yeah, sounds yeah. like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah. I, I mean, Frizzy just says no. I. All right. So you know the uh, the. The rich, greedy humans over at the big city, I uh, made up a lot of stuff. I uh, told a lot of lies, and uh, there was no bad murder. Uh, there was only the good murder. Um, the you know, like uh, the bad. The, we took the bad people down, basically. Um, I like to think that how in like Hebrew or Greek there were like four different versions of love. Uh, I feel like there are like five different versions of yeah, murder. exactly. There's like yeah, the bad yeah, yeah. murder, the the good murder, the whoopsie murder. <laughs> the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all killing is murder. It's just like on a scale of like <laughs> uh, yeah. of um, defending yourself and for the good of the people to like, nah, man, that just sucks. Um, yeah yeah um like no they they made up a lot of stuff we had to go um we had to go save the big green fella uh the, the pompous one who talks real smart um i feel like a lot of them are like oh yeah yeah, yeah. like they totally know they like that's totally who yeah. urkel is to them uh right and right. um um yeah they kidnapped him the it was one. bad we got him out the, the smelly one the smell <laughs> the big green, the big green smell um yeah <laughs> uh, there was a spooky ghost um no i mean yeah and and uh we uh we got everyone home and that's what's important and it's all clear now um no no big laws were broken um only the little ones that we all know don't matter anyway. And, uh, um, I mean, like, yeah, it's all good. Don't worry about that no more. We're back for a, a couple more weeks. Is that, is that what you wanted me to say? Is it? Yes, yes, that was, that was perfect for Zagig. I think that all clears up. You see, you see the adventurers on the hill are all good ones. And they only do the good murder. <laughs> now, now I would like to say I will start this out how we always do. There has been a motion for the castle goblins to remain here in Gimgash where it is safe. Uh, Frasington, I believe you would like to speak first. And uh, Frasenton gets up, kind of walks over, looks at Frizzigig, and looks at uh, Helda and the others. Says, As you all know, my son, Frizzigig, has done you all a good service. And ever since then, we're rescuing you all from the clutches of the Breach Hill Maniac known as Calmont, that he's gone off and has done a very good amount of great things adventuring. 
or so I'm told. But I'm afraid, while I feel a sense of pride in my son going off and doing good, making those known that goblins are, aren't all bad, I believe it is unsafe for you all up at the Citadel. And I believe it is time that the Bumble Brashers of Gimgash unite as we once were. And there's some kind of, yeah, like spitting and kind of stomping at the dirt from the castle goblins. It says, we have to do some rearranging, but we, I think we can make there's plenty of cave to go around for everyone. So, that's all I'll say. I cannot stop you from anything, but I just know that your home here in Gimgash is, is for all bumblebrushes. And then Helba kind of steps up and says, Frassington. We all are very appreciative of your, your allowing us to stay here. But that castle has been our home for the past 10 years, the past decade or so. All of our memories of our young are there and they barely remember this place. While it may harbor some bad memories, I have some for sure, as do some of the ones we lost to the bastard monkey men from below the big door. It's our home, and we appreciate all the help we've gotten from these adventurers. And then Frasington says, the same, the same Breach Hill, same Breach Hill people that put a knife to your throat. They all come from the same stock. We've seen firsthand what adventurers do around here. No offense, Frizzigig. Alba says. Aye, but not all of them are the same. They are not from all the same stock, Frasington. You should know this very well from, from not only your son here, but your father Gimgash himself became an adventurer. Ah, that was different. It's a different age. It's during the war. And I stand by his decision, but he did that out of goblin kind, not for sights of gold or fame. And neither do these, Frasington. I've met with these adventurers, shared meals with them. Even the green smelly one. I can sense they fight for, for, for themselves and for us. They are not the same. Marble says, um, 
I, I believe we should hear from Frizzagig since we, we, we've been speaking awful lot about them all. Frizzagig, surely, surely you and your friends have an opinion on the matter. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I hear what you're saying. I agree. I mean, we're all the same people in I think there's no reason why we should be so separate from each other and but also home is important and we've all scrapped and fought for our place in the world and you should just give that up that's really important I don't I, I I think the thing that bothers me the most is... I don't really think it feels like any of us have been treating this like our home. We've been living way up on the hill. We've been living way out in the woods. And... And we talk about the people of Breach Hill. We talk about... I don't know. it. This is our home. All of us. I think it's time we started expecting people to to acknowledge that. I don't think we should be nervous about walking into town. I don't think we should be nervous about going back and forth between here and and, and you know the big castle and and if I'm honest. The people in Breach Hill are just like all of us. They just try and hide it for some reason. They try and pretend like because their family's been there for a hundred years more than ours. Alright. I think all of us not just the goblins, them too. I think it's time all of us acknowledge that this, that this place is our home. And all of us should treat it like that. And I don't think anybody should let anybody come in here and, and drive us out. I don't care if it's, it's the people at the big city. I don't, spreading lies, I, I, I don't care if it's a fucking dragon, and... Damn it! And he, like, kicks a rock. Uh, um... We live here. We are the people of this land, just as much as anybody else is. And, and I think... I think we're talking too much about us and them. I think it's just us. We're the same minute. We, 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 times are changing. And honestly, I don't really feel like anywhere is safe anymore. And I think the only way we could stand up to it is together. So I don't know. I don't really know what that means, but I don't think anybody should give up the home and 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 I think we got to stop pretending like everybody's different.
Bradsington kind of walks over to you. She kind of like slowly kind of looks looks at you. And I feel like you haven't like seen your your dad like look at you this way before. He says, Frizzigig, I just need to know one thing. Where would we all be safer? Here? Or in your castle with you? I don't know. I don't know, Dad. I... A lot of scary people who want the big door in, in, in the basement. Uh, a lot of people who want that. And... Honestly, at any time... An army could come marching through. Um, but it's not a castle that they want. When an army comes marching through, they're not gonna stop at the portcullis. They're gonna keep marching out. They're gonna burn and pillage everything in their path. And they'll never be satisfied until the entire world's on fire, so. So I don't know. I don't know what's smart and I don't know what's safe. I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that doesn't happen. By going to where the danger is. But I can't can't stand behind anybody giving up their home. It's too important. If anybody wants Come live in Gimgash. I'll carry your backpack for you. If anybody wants to stay at Hell Night Hill, I'll build your barricade. Well, I believe my son is right. We have spent too much time away from each other. And he's right in saying that our home is here. Not a place, but together. The descendants and followers of the great Gimgash, my father, who showed this world that not all goblins are out to hurt you. And if one of us is going to be up on that damn mountain fighting to protect this realm, well, I believe we all know where our home is. Kind of turns to everyone and says, Tomorrow, we all make our way to the castle to be a family again. 
Silas, are you crying in the corner? <laughs> I don't know how to handle this. I was not expecting <laughs> to be um, this emotionally confused right now. <laughs> this is a lot. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. I think, yeah, I mean, I would assume the goblins are cheering, and and I think... I think Frizzigig maybe doesn't cry, but I think his, uh, his eyes water up a little bit. Because for the first time... Yeah. In his entire life, has he been in a situation where people relied on him? And I mean, as far like as as far as consciously realizing this, where people relied on him, and he didn't fuck it up. Yeah. Well, I imagine. You know, his mom comes out, gives him a hug and the kind of the goblins begin kind of talking to one another and figuring out a plan for the next day. Um, and we're going to skip forward a little bit to where it's a little bit later. Goblins are singing their really weird. I, I can only imagine that like a camp of goblins singing songs around the fire sounds so scary in the middle of the night, <laughs> like in goblin, you know? Because uh, mm -hmm. I'm sure they've got all these like cultural like chants and songs and stuff. Yeah. Um, but we see Frizzigig kind of um, maybe he's outside where he his a family hut, you know, or like one of the spaces he used to kind of like think to himself, um, looking up at the stars. And then you see uh, the white robed um, warble kind of come over and says, well, Frizzit Gig, that was a mighty fine speech you gave. She kind of like looks on all the goblins kind of out singing. She says, I, I think things are going to look all right for us. Thanks. I wouldn't I wouldn't really call it a speech. I just kind of. I, I don't know. I was just tired of. All the. All the separation and people feeling like they didn't belong places and I just said it. I don't know. Did I did your father ever tell you that it was it was Gim Gash that first taught me of Desna? No. No one ever told me that. It's true. It's true. Uh, Gimgash and I were friends, and in one day during during the war, he came back to our village and was different, different than when I saw him the day before. Came back. And he spoke, spoke not the same words, but the same way you just did. Can say no doubt that you're his, his offspring. Same as your sister. Desna has her strange ways. Yeah. 
No, I've been thinking about him more recently. It used to just be a story, but now I kind of wish I'd known him. A lot of questions. I don't really know what I'm doing. Well, well I. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, would have been. It would have been nice to talk to somebody who had already done it. <laughs> I hate to disappoint you, Frizzagig, but your grandfather didn't have anything figured out either. Every time he'd come back from some adventure, he seemed more and more confused about the world than before he set out. In a weird way, that's comforting. <laughs> your grandfather was an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> um... Uh... But every time he came back, I could tell he he was doing something out there that was worth doing. Inspired me to teach the others of Desna's blessing. Medicine, healing herbs, prayer, all of these things he taught me. And so I passed down to, to the rest of our people, those who stayed with us. Yeah. Yeah, he warble. Um, I'm a. I'll be back. I'll catch you later. All right. And Frisky gets gets up. Okay. Um. Frisky gig is going to go uh outside of town. Uh, outside of game gash and um is uh gonna go walk out um you said it's night now right yeah oh yeah yeah it's well yeah. under the night um, he's gonna walk out to that that big tree they all used to play at um where he also uh dreamt about you know the night before and um and he's gonna sit there for a second and then he's going to um can dig a little hole in the dirt and uh, the roots of the tree and uh, is going to pull out the um, the elixir of life with his sister's blood on it uh, that he still has and then um, he's going to think about that dream uh, same dream he's been having over and over again since he met um, Elwyn. And uh, he's going to put it in the ground uh, and bury it. He's going to walk away. Then after a minute, then he walks back and he um, digs it back up and he puts it in his bag and uh, he whispers to himself, um... I'm not done yet. And then he goes back to Gimgash. And that is going to be the end of this episode.